Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia and Ed. For today's quiz, we are joined again by Ed and Amanda from the Not Quite Right podcast out in Australia. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to this quiz. What, what, what have you chosen as your topic? Famous last words. Love it. Wonderful. Such a good topic. <laughs> okay, whenever you're ready. All right. So when we say famous last words, it's going to be a 50-50. What we're looking for, basically, are these real last words or are they fictional? So some of them will be controversial and just have to remember that most final words are hearsay anyway. So just keep that in mind. But the quiz is just for fun. So if it helps, just assume we've asked you to choose the closest answer instead of the absolutely correct one. Um, but if you want to fact check, that's okay. Your listeners can write in and, and correct us. Um, but I just want to remind them if they do that, they better make it really witty just in case it's the last thing they ever do. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I macabre. like it. I like it. Like it. <laughs> A vague <Okay>. murder threat. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep uh, you on your toes. Yeah, of course. Okay, we'll start with an easy one, or hopefully an easy one. Here's the quote. This wallpaper and I are fighting a duel to the death. Either it goes or I do. Was this the alleged deathbed utterance of Irish poet, playwright and novelist Oscar Wilde, or the final line from his 1895 play, The Importance of Being Earnest? Did you catch that quote? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got your we're going to do answers right away, uh, just to let mm -hmm. the listeners know instead of going through everything. So um, I'm going to say it's an it was actually Oscar Wilde. I'm also saying that. Okay, those were indeed Oscar Wilde's famous last words, or were they? It's controversial. For starters, he's often misquoted as referencing the drapes rather than the wallpaper. Also. It's since been clarified that these were not his last words at all, but just one of many things he said near the end of his life, and his last words were actually a prayer. Either way, those close to him wanted him to be remembered for going out on a zinger, and who are we to get in the way of an Irishman and a tall tale? <laughs> <laughs> so starting off strong, guys, you got it right. Well, well done. done. Yeah, good, good. All right, so question two. You ready? Yep. Yep. Okay, so here's the quote. So we beat on boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. So were these the last written words of American writer F. Scott Fitzgerald, or is this the last line from his 1925 novel, The Great Gatsby? I'll let you go first, Ed. Uh, I've, read, I've read The Great Gatsby. Um, multiple times and really embarrassing if I don't get this right. Um, uh, I, think, I think it's the last line. I'm going to go last line. Yeah, I said that as well. Well done. Top points, guys. So all classic literature lovers, would they would know this is one of the more famous lines from The Great Gatsby. So, awkward but if I got that one, but yeah. Awkward, super awkward. <laughs> when you've got a literary themed podcast, <laughs> it's always pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but F. Scott Fitzgerald himself actually died in Hollywood in 1940. He was just 44. 
Um, and, and when he died, he was eating a chocolate bar, so he died doing what he loved um, and editing a football story. And the last words he ever wrote, apparently, were complimenting the author of the story that he was editing, and he said, good prose. So oh. I guess his last words were good prose. Quite quite lazy bit of feedback, isn't it? Good prose. <laughs> if that was if that was a cover blurb of my book, good prose, I'd good be quite prose. annoyed, really. <laughs> I don't know if it had F. Scott Fitzgerald attached to it. I think I'd be pretty happy with that. I'd take Actually, it. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, if it was just like fairly good prose and F. Scott Fitzgerald, you'd be like, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> just right click and get a synonym, would you? <laughs> like, seriously, good. <laughs> Well, these are these are too easy for you. I think we might have to get some sci-fi and fantasy questions for you, Julia. Oh gosh, no, that that just goes that that's an Ed's quote. That was (laughs) anyway. Okay, here's the third quote. There's nothing wrong with me. I feel fine. Were these Ernest Hemingway's final words to his wife Mary before he took his own life, or were they the final words from his 1927 short story Hills Like White Elephants? Oh, that is actually... Okay. I'm just going to take a guess. <laughs> mm. That could it. really be either. I mean, that really... That's I'm going to guess. Close call. I'm, I'm, guessing, guessing. I'm guessing it was his actual, his actual I'm also, last words. I'm also guessing it's his actual. Yeah. Okay, well, there's no half points here, just so you know. <laughs> uh, the answer is... <laughs> Hills like white elephants... It was Hills Like White Elephants. Oh, ah. It was Hills Like White Elephants. So, according to the book Hemingway, The Final Years by Michael S. Reynolds, his parting words to his wife were actually, Good night, my kitten. Oh. Okay. Oh. The, the, the interesting thing about 50 50 quizzes is that it almost becomes sort of game theory. You, you try and get into the heads of the person writing the quiz. Mm. Are they going to do like the same <laughs> thing two in a row? Or are they going to mix it up? Or do they think that you'll <laughs> think they're mixing it up? So, they're going to go back to the book or back to the actual person's words? So like, yeah. Anyhow, Ed, you you have to write a book on it. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. overthink things just as much as I do. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, overthink this one. All right. So here's question okay. four. Here's here's the quote: "Beauty is truth. Truth, beauty. That is all ye know on earth, and all ye need to know." So you might have heard this one before, or some variation of it. But was it the last thing poet John Keats said before he succumbed to tuberculosis? Or was it the last line in his 1819 poem, Ode on a Grecian Urn? Beauty is truth, truth beauty. That is all ye know on earth and all ye need to know. Okay, I'm just going to say B. I'm going to say it was the last line of the poem. I'm saying it's his final words. (sighs) Oh, split vote. Uh, The answer is the poem, Ode on a Grecian Urn. Yes, oh no, actually that's the one I did. I was like, oh no, and then remembered Take that was the my win. answer. <laughs> uh, I love the romantics too. I need to, yeah, that's a... Uh... Well, I was I was surprised to learn that John Keats died at just 25. So mm. he was just 25 years old. Um, and according to his close friend, Joseph Seven, his final words were actually, Seven, I lift me up. I am dying. I shall die easy. Don't be frightened. Be firm. And thank God it has come. So pretty epic. That's quite a quite a mouthful. <laughs> he definitely planned year that. Old. He definitely planned that yeah. like years in advance because <laughs> he's like, yeah. I'm a poet. I've got to, you know, <laughs> got to let everyone words. know it. 
Um, Some people say he actually said, I feel daisies growing over me, which is super poetic too. But um, I'm going to go with his mate. He was there till the bitter end. So I'm going to go with his his version of events on that one. Mm. Anyway, Julia's winning. So pressure's on it. Yes. I know. She's she's two, she's already two one ahead in quizzes at least on this chronology. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of pressure on this three one. It's not good. All right. So here's the fifth quote. It comes from Virginia Woolf, and the quote is: "I don't think two people could have been happier than we have been." Is this the last line in her suicide note, or the last line in her 1929 extended essay, "A Room of One's Own"? Quote again, I don't think two people could have been happier than we have been. Ed, I'll let you go first. Uh, um, <laughs> Good strategy. <laughs> I think they just did a poem. So. <laughs> um, no, it sounds it sounds like the kind of sort of counterintuitive thing. You, um, uh, poor Virginia Wolf knowledge here. It's got to be suicide note, right? Yeah, I said suicide note as well. Well, actually, Julie, if you um, just keep guessing what Ed guesses, then you will definitely win. <laughs> so that's a good tactic. Um, oh, because she's it one was point actually. Head, yeah, I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you make some amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, mathematically, she's already one point ahead. So exactly, she keeps guessing. Exactly. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But you can take it as a compliment if you like. Um, <laughs> take it where you can get it. <laughs> it it yeah. was actually the suicide note. So you're yes. right there. Uh, so in her diary, she said, the only way I keep afloat is by working. Directly, I stop working and I feel that I'm sinking down, down. And as usual, I feel that if I sink further, I shall reach, reach the truth. Um, and for context here, in 1941, Virginia Woolf filled her pockets with stones and walked into a river and drowned. Whether or not she reached the truth remains a mystery. Why did she do that? Why didn't she just like walk into a really deep river without the stones? Like you, you don't need stones to drown yourself. What? A, yeah. What's the logic there? <laughs> well, it's a bit more, more poetic dramatic, with the stones. It? Yeah. It's more poetic, yeah. But it would, it would. I assume. So, so if maybe I shouldn't think about this too much. But like, if she's just walking <laughs> into like a, a deep river, or whatever. If she's putting stones in, then it's going to take a while because I assume she's starting off in quite shallow water and then just putting stones in more and more. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, she wouldn't have time to put the stones in because she'd just go into the deep and then that's it. So she's extending this sort of agonizing suicide by just slowly putting in like pebbles into her shorts or something. Shorts well, I think you've just answered shorts. your own question of why she did it. Because <laughs> she, you know, wanted to torture herself. One um, of life's wow. Yeah. This has gone dark. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, I mean, it, it is famous last words. I yes. don't know what you were expecting. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, this one's fun. So here's the quote. Uh, question six. At 50, everyone has the face he deserves. So were these the last known words ever penned by English writer George Orwell? Or was this the last line in his dystopian 1949 novel, 1984? <laughs> At 50, everyone has the face he deserves. Except for Dorian Gray. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we got? We're going to make Julia answer first this time. (laughs) (laughs) I went with A. I went with A. 
Um, I'm going uh, 1984. All right, split again. Julia, well done. This line is said to have come from Orwell's own handwritten notes short, shortly before his death. Um, somewhat ironically, he never actually made it to 50 himself. He died at 46, another death by tuberculosis. Big. Yeah. Yeah, well, we. Oh, yeah, um, we talked about that the other week, so, didn't we? Not so fun fact. He wrote 1984 as he was dying, wasn't he? Yeah, on and he deathbed. got married on his deathbed. Remarried. All these poetic things. Mm. It's amazing. Oh, gosh. Go, go going out with a bang. Now. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm two points behind Julia, so I have to basically like make sure I'm not choosing her the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the only way. It's, it's not worked for you so approach. far, but go nuts. <laughs> no, it hasn't, has it? <laughs> So here's the seventh quote, and it comes from James Joyce. And the quote is, Away, alone, a last, a loved, along the... And it ends there. Were these the incoherent ramblings of a dying James Joyce? Or did they appear at the end of his experimental 1939 novel, Finnegan's Wake? And the quote again is, Away, alone, a last, a loved, along the... Read it out again. The quote again? Yes. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a strange one. Away, alone, a last, a loved, along the Okay, like like many people I've not braved um James Joyce. Obviously every day now I'm gonna read Ulysses any day now. Um, I mean, we know somebody's <laughs> gonna choose it at some point for the podcast and then we'll just oh, think, okay, well, that was... Somebody thinks they're so clever is gonna choose it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just read it on your deathbed. That can be your That's final funny. act. Yeah. <laughs> um it's 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 gotta be Finnegan's wake. I'm going Finnegan's wake. Yeah, I said that too. Okay, and you're correct. The answer is Finnegan's Wake. Why do you have to say it's uh, well, Julia? I'll never catch up like that. <laughs> <laughs> so the novel Finnegan's Wake doesn't have a traditional narrative structure. It ends with this sentence um, and the first half of the first sentence of the novel. So the last line of the novel is part of the first line and the first line is part of the last line. Um, kind of like the Pink Floyd album, The Wall. But I think he did it first. Um, (laughs) According to the book James Joyce by Richard Ellman, James Joyce's actual dying words were, Does nobody understand? To which I say, no, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not here. (laughs) All right. Now, for the question number eight, I, I will offer a half point for this one. If you guys can pronounce correctly for me the name of, of this author who we're about to talk about. It's Charlotte B something. What is it, guys? <laughs> is it Bronte or Bronte? Which is it? <laughs> well, if we're going, you know, technically how it would have been said at the time, Bronte. I thought it was Bronte. What, I thought that was a, a, Bron- a mis- Bronte is how we say it. I thought no, everyone no. thought it was Bron- Bronte, but it's actually Bronte. No, Bronte is how we say it. But Bronte is how it was said back when they were actually alive. Oh, I've opened oh, an old I wound see. here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, Look, I've no, always said I mean, it Bronte, so it's not an issue for me. I don't know anymore. I've, I've, been, rec- I've been recording four hours now. I have no idea what's, <laughs> how, to, how to pronounce anything. <laughs> okay, well, so Julia gets another half point. There you go, Ed. You're just further behind. Sorry about that. Um, 
I'll take it. <laughs> I'm numb to it now. <laughs> all right. So here's question eight. So just breathe deeply and don't overthink it, all right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> here's the quote from Charlotte Bronte. Oh, I am not going to die, am I? He will not separate us. We have been so happy. So did she say those words herself before she died? Or was it Jane Eyre who shouted them at her lover, Rochester, in the final lines of Jane Eyre? So did Charlotte Bronte say it or did she write it? Oh, I am not going to die, am I? He will not separate us. We have been so happy. I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with it was her. What was the um, option again? <laughs> yep. It's either her or it's Jane Eyre. Her. Okay. I went with her. Are you saying that was the last sentence of Jane Eyre or just the last thing she says to Rochester? Did she shout them at her, lo at her love, Rochester, in the final lines of Jane Eyre? Final lines. It's one of my favourite books. And I, it's, not the, it's, not, it's not the final... Oh, my memory's so bad for this. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with she said it. Not. It's not in Jane. Even Correct. though that won't help me catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly wouldn't because you got it right. So, <laughs> hey. um, okay. they were her own dying words. Um, so tragically, many speculate that Bronte and her unborn child died of dehydration and malnourishment from severe morning sickness, which is oh. pretty amazing. Um, yeah. And it may have been an interesting choice, but the last lines in Jane Eyre, I'll remind you, Ed, they're essentially the dying words of Sinjin. So that's the guy that Jane Eyre friend-zoned, basically. <laughs> oh, the, 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 yeah, the guy who's like, come around with me on around the world and you'll be my, yeah. my wife. Um, She's like, eh, I, won't, no I, won't, I won't love you. I won't <laughs> love you. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> so what it, was his, it was his dying words. Yeah, exactly. Um, his dying words were the last right. lines of the book, um, and they were. Uh, I'm not even going to give him the time of day because she didn't give him the time of day, so why should exactly. we? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so, um, Julie, you're still leading by two, is that right? Well, two, two and, and, and a half. half, I believe. Two and a half. Oh. <laughs> Maybe well, mathematically impossible for me to win at this point. <laughs> but um, half points are given away um, for various reasons so you never know <laughs> so here's question nine the quote is from jane austen and it is i want nothing but death were these the last words of jane austen or were they the melodramatic words of lydia bennett upon discovering wickham's deceit in the 1813 novel pride and prejudice the quote again i want nothing but death Ed, would you like to say, or shall I? I'm going Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, me too. Well, in I just fact, don't see Jane Austen saying that. <laughs> the, you know? like... Well, in fact, they are her own dying words. No! That was my chance. <laughs> that was my opportunity. That was your chance. Oh. Oh. And uh, like, like all failed sportsmen, I blew it on the big day. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I just, I just like see her as kind of a more happy person <laughs> I think well, she was happy until she was dying yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a good point excellent point yeah it changes us doesn't it maybe that is quite happy I want nothing but death you know I'm ready for death I'm, I'm you know, yeah I'm, let, let it come I'm ready for existential. it existential exactly that's right 
unfortunately, I think she was in severe amount of pain, and I think that's oh. what brought it on. So. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to ruin the romance of it for you, but uh, yeah, so bring on the, the stones and the pockets. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Apparently. All right. So the final question. So unfortunately, Ed, you can't win at this point, but you may be able to redeem yourself. Slightly, hey, so let's see. I'm always a fan of redemption. <laughs> always seeking redemption. That's my life. <laughs> Do you have any final words before we announce? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I I want nothing but a glass of wine. <laughs> Fair enough, me too. All right. Okay. So, question ten. Here's the quote: "The rest is silence." Were these the dying words of William Shakespeare himself, or were they the dying words of Hamlet, aka the Prince of Denmark? The rest is silence. Hamlet. That that must be Hamlet. Correct.、Uh, Hamlet says these immortal words to Horatio while dying from a wound inflicted by a poisoned sword. So, way to go out with a bang? Well, not、yeah. well, not <laughs> a bang. Best, as... <laughs> the best thing written in, in an English language, so it would have been embarrassing. I'm not gonna. In my opinion, other opinions are available. Oh, well, that was great. Well, that was really good. I especially well liked、done. it because I won. So <laughs> it's, it's such. It's, <laughs> they sportsmen like that, you know. <laughs>、um, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm even though I lost. That is such a good idea for a quiz, and、um, you know, there'll be a lot of people listening who are thinking they can steal that idea. I imagine and use it for their own quizzes because that is such a good idea. Oh, glad you liked it. Yeah. Well, we had fun writing it. Learning a little bit more about these people, like you say, thinking they might be these happy people, and then getting these epic deathbed utterances.、Mm. Yeah, that that would be a good um a good flash fiction piece. You know, somebody who's like planning out what they're wanting to Ooh, say. Yeah, see, you'd be good at it.、Yeah. You got to get into、oh, it. Into、well. the comp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still confused about Virginia Woolf's death because if. Do, do you think she was trying to? <laughs> you, do, 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 trying to equally space out the stones in each pocket? Because otherwise, she'd if she wasn't thinking about it because she was so sad, she'd be kind of unbalanced. So you'd end up like <laughs> wading into the deep water, but like a, like you were drunk or something, just kind of hanging on one side. So she must have been really thinking about. Well, that equally... was probably the least of her worries, though, Ed. I mean, probably preoccupied with other things at the time. I need to talk to a ghost. I need to talk to a ghost. You well, to you, can, to you can read her entire suicide note if you want. It's all over the internet. You can get a little bit more insight there. But she's not going to explain the rock situation, is she?、Uh, well, I don't know. Not to your satisfaction, probably. <laughs> oh, on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That was a fantastic quiz. Really enjoyed that. And、uh, and yeah, listeners, let us know how you did, or if you've got any great last words that you want to share with us as well. We are all over the social media. And again, go back and listen to Wednesday's Book Bites, where you can learn all about the、uh, flash fiction competition that's going on over on the Not Not Quite Right podcast. And、uh, all we have to say is thank you very much to Ed and Amanda for、uh, for doing that for us. You've challenged the chicks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much for having us. Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books that change lives. Julia Bodger and Ed Crocker chat with well-known authors about the stories they've loved. Find us on all major podcast platforms, or go to our website at twolitchicks.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>